Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, re- girl. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, re- I'm recording. I did it right. Okay, I'm proud of you. I'm very proud of hey, you. girl. Hey. You get a gold star, yes. Anthony. Get my quarantine star. <laughs> okay. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. And today with me, I have a man who he wears many hats in my life. His name is Anthony Carino. Um, I met him as like home design um, guru. He then became very close friend. Yes. Now he is also my landlord. <laughs> Yesterday, when he came over to fix some stuff for us, he became mine and Taylor's husband. <laughs> I'm going to ask him for his sperm. Oh, my. Oh, you! wow. This is news to me. Which now makes him my zaddy. Oh, Welcome to the show, Anthony. Thank, thank you, my dear. <laughs> thank you, my dear. Anthony, what's going on? Well, in hold on. Just boo? for the record, I kept my six foot distance when I came over to fix things I yesterday. I want to be clear. Yes. Okay. So, like, essential work. I believe that, like, we live in Anthony's beautiful home. Anthony, I literally have to tell people all the time because, like, I'm doing a lot of work now that requires video. Uh-huh. And when I'm sitting where I'm sitting right now, people are like, where do you live? <laughs> and, oh, that feels really good, too. Thank it's you. It's gorgeous and it's That's impressive awesome. and it's massive. Well, look, and, I'll, I'll say this because I, I said it to you when, when we were talking about you moving in there. I'm thrilled that it's in such good hands with you and Taylor. Thank it means you. the world to me that I know who lives there because I know you guys as people. I know you take care of things. But more than that, like, it's something I designed that's very near and dear to my heart. I spent five and a half years of my life there. Um, so to know that you guys are now enjoying it and getting the benefits of it, um, oh, that's really are awesome. Are we ever? Really, really Every awesome. day, Anthony, we're like, we're not supposed like, how did this happen? We're not supposed to be here. So wait, so Anthony, every time I like somebody asks me about the house, literally, I go like this. This does not reflect my financial status in life. This reflects my social climbing capabilities. <laughs> Oh my so, God, that's amazing. I know, but I was actually talking about it like for real, real with my friend, Jared Freed. He's a podcaster. He has this great show called The J Train. You would actually love him. He's cool. like, I, w- I would say if he's, if Howard Stern and Dr. Laura had a baby, it would be Jared Freed. Oh wow, all right, cool. He's, he's fucking great. Um, and he was saying, like, we were talking about this concept of social climbing and like, no, like it's not what, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Right. Like, and you know, also like just playing the long game in life, you know, like, like trusting that, like you're making all the right decisions, you're sure. making all the right connections for everything to kind of land in place eventually. Um, but I was jokingly calling myself a social climber and then Jared kept getting mad cause he was like, no, like he's like, Anthony's your friend, right? Did you become friends with him because his apartment was nice? I'm like, I didn't even know what he had. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh my god! I just thought you were gonna build a fireplace for me in my studio. That's right. And we were gonna do. And we were gonna do a reclaimed wood wall. Yeah, we're we're miles from there right now. Literally, remember that miles. so I've met Anthony, and this is not Anthony's first rodeo on the Taylor Strecker show, but or I'm sorry, on Taste of Taylor. But I first um, met you at SiriusXM Radio. Yes. You came on with your oh, cousin. Oh, wow. We're allowed to say that out loud now? We're, we're, I, I guess I'm evolving and the therapy is working. We're allowed to say, <laughs> yes. Great. The company Amazing. I worked I for love that it. fired me. You're so evolved. So, I, I know, you know, I'm just like, quarantine is just giving me so much opportunity to work on myself and be productive. Oh no, it's not. I'm like basically a ball of anxiety. I sleep until 12 every day <laughs> and um, I drink. By the, the way, fish. how many, so I was laughing so hard. I 
I had a full text message conversation with you, but really with myself this morning because I've been up since 5 a.m. Yeah, I was going to ask you, what the fuck time do you get up, <laughs> sir? So that's not my typical day. My normal day, I get up at 6, but I had to drive that's to the, the Catskills. I, I had to drive to the Catskills this morning to drop off a bunch of materials at a house I just purchased up there. So, um, yeah. So and and I had a very busy day today. So I had to get. I just got up at five and got it done. I was back home by nine thirty. So I'm asking everybody this. So how's quarantining for you going? And, and like and you know, I asked this question like with the total acknowledgement that this is serious. Yes. People are sick. People are dying. No, I'm people glad you said that. Their lives. I, yeah. You know, it, humor is, is as many people. It's a it's a vice, right? Like you you go to it when you're uncomfortable. You go to it when you don't know what to say. You go to it when you need something to say. So like, well, I joke. Like I take it. I we JC and I both take it super seriously. I I'm say, glad you said that. We, I, I, I always want to put that caveat in when we're doing yeah. these podcasts, especially during this time, because, you know, my brand is escapism. I'm here yeah. to make people forget about their bad right. days. Correct. I actually just had a listener who lost her grandfather to COVID like yesterday uh. and she DM me and she was like, I did it. I did a happy hour last night that was yeah. on video and she was like, thank you so much for doing that. Like it was the only yeah. thing that made I mean, me laugh listen, all day. Everywhere you effing turn is some more bad news. So like, right. yeah, this is, this is escapism and, and it's needed more right now than, than, than ever. So uh, I'm so glad with, you said that. Um, so but with in that terms being of, said though, yeah, yeah. are you, are you winning or failing quarantine? No, I asked my, yeah. I, I asked people this, like on a scale of one to 10, are you like losing your mind? A lot of people with kids no. are not okay. Yeah. So, well, that, I think that's the number one thing right now. Like it, I don't know how, how those people are doing it. I don't know how my cousin's doing it. Um, oh my God. Well, well, two of my cousins have, have, have two kids each. And I just, I mean, man, I, I don't even know if I'm built for that. Like, holy um, cow. Neither. We neither. Um, for my lifestyle, I mean, it's, it's JC and I, uh, fortunately we finished the firehouse before all of this kicked off. We yep. moved in here in January when you guys moved in there. Yes. Um, so I feel one super fortunate in the in 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 the walls that surround us because there's Ugh. enough room. I have a full office that I can really be super productive in. Um, and the other thing that we have here is a garage, which until my until my fiance's um, fitness studios got shut down, we used to park there, but we pivoted right. her to a full on live streaming studio in our garage so that she can she, uh, teach her classes to all her, all her Jane doers. Um, yeah. It's called Jane do guys. It's awesome. I actually did a couple sessions before the quarantine hit with like a private um, instructor and she kicked my yeah, but it felt it felt very good. But they're it's like, good it's, and it's dance based. It's awesome, right? And Taylor, you know the nice thing is right now, like connection is so key that having the ability to to live stream and and JC and Danny be able to call out people's names and just have a little bit, you know, I mean, yeah, we're recording on our respective Zooms, but like just to see you on Facetime, it's right. nice to be able to interact. So. Um, so to answer your question fully, like we are slam busy. Um, it's all it all happens within the walls of the firehouse. But man, we are freaking cranking. I have um, to ask you. So are you are you actually getting up earlier and working more than you did pre quarantine? Uh, or yeah. are you always a five o'clock kind of a guy? No, I'm 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 always a six o'clock kind of guy. I don't have an issue with five o'clock. Uh, AM. <laughs> Wait, how do you become one of those people? I need I, just, I need some help. <laughs> so here's here's the thing. Um, I like I just like the world before everybody gets up. Not that I don't like the world when everybody's awake. And this is more a comment like like COVID pre, aside, right? Yeah, pre pandemic. Like, yeah. Right. Um, but like I love a couple of hours where I feel like the world is mine. I, I can hear the birds, the phone isn't ringing, the text messages aren't coming in, the email doesn't need to be checked, and like I have a coffee, and I can just crank out some work or take the dog for an early walk by ourselves. And that just developed into a love of mornings, and now okay, but, it's just my thing. But wait, I like, I we are buds, we are friends. Yes. You like to fucking partay, and yeah. that's why I love you. So how do you like... 
when when did you turn the corner? Because like you can still like drink and hang with friends, but you just have to do it like early bird special style. Yeah, but you got to remember, I've been in construction and had a construction company for the better part of fifteen right. years. So right, I training like is the best way I can I could put that like yeah. I, you know I had the worst combination ever so when I was in my 20s I had a construction exactly. That's what company I'm thinking, I'm thinking 20 yeah. year old aunt, aunt so, how did you do it so I had a I had a I had a construction company where I had to be on site at 7 a.m so I was up Oof. at six and I had all of my best friends were bartenders so like we started hanging out at like two. So I didn't sleep for like 10 or 15 years. See, that's why we get along because I live that life. I always say that radio yeah. people are the construction workers of the entertainment industry because a lot of us have to pull really early mornings. Yeah, yeah. And then we're, you're done at like in a, a weird time, like two or three yeah, days three over. Yeah, three o'clock, right. Yeah. And then you just start drinking, but then it's weird because then you don't go to bed till like three in the morning and yeah, you get no sleep. So, but now, I mean, now that I'm 41, the partying is way, 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 way less. But I will say the night that like I can uh, that I do go out and party because my body's so conditioned to wake up I'll just wake up and then nap consistently over the next three days to get back on schedule for the one asshole move I made on that whatever godforsaken night. I got night. you. So you're, you're, a Bar- <laughs> you're a Barcelonan man. I, I see. <laughs> see, for me, this quarantine's crazy because, you know, my and since so I started working at Sirius in morning radio when I was fresh out of college, I mean, six months out of college. You, you, when, when you talk about my early, your early puts everybody to shame. Well, yeah, my early is like going skiing early, you know, like we're talking like 3.30 in the morning, yeah. 4.30, 3.30 was my earliest, but it's it's more, it usually ends up, it was more like between four and six where, when my alarm would go off right. over my respective years at Sirius. I had some bosses that came in that I'm convinced are trying to get me to quit. So they put me <laughs> to like a horrible morning <laughs> slot and I was like, fuck you, I'll never sleep and I'll keep this job. But, um, but seriously, like. For me, my, like the, everyone says, what's the worst part of your job? And I say, having to get up, having to get up. I'm not a morning person. I hate yeah. getting up. And every morning when that alarm goes off, I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then getting to work is also very stressful because I'm always pushing it to the limit because I'm like trying to get as much sleep as possible. I remember getting to Sirius before you a few times. I'm Absolutely, like, is she going to show dude. up or do I have to do this? Because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I literally walked in with a minute to spare every single day. And the same thing before the pandemic started, I was going into my radio show, oh my the Taylor Strecker show. Anyway, so the first thing I thought when I heard like we're in quarantine, I was scared and nervous, but I was also like, snow day, right. no school, get to sleep in. And so I was like, I really was like, I'm going to stay up late as late as I want to. I'm going to watch TV till 3 a.m. I'm going to sleep as late as I want to. So the first week I was sleeping till like one or two, oh, which is psychotic. My God. And I had to stop that behavior. But I will say like for me, if I don't have to get up, I will I, I will gladly sleep. Like even no. now I have to set my alarm for Can't. ten or ten thirty. It's oh, crazy. Wow. That's insane. If I I'm I mean, like a teenager. It, like sleeping in to me is eight thirty. Like that's That is so nuts, dude. Yeah. Um, I'm like I, I, I envy you. I like I wish it were easy for me to get up early in the morning. Cause I, I cause you know what? I actually being forced to be up so early for so long, I yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah, There's yeah. nothing better than having the world to yourself. I mean, now it's basically truth. it feels like that when we all go out for a well, walk. Now it's just effing weird. Um, I, I know, dude. Yeah, oh God. Yeah. I don't, I don't even want to go there. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. But so, so to, to just to kind of finish our, I love our meandering conversations. Um, <laughs> so I'm definitely, I'm definitely busier because not only am I doing my job, but you know, I'm basically the technical advisor to Jane Do at this point because yep. I got the entire live stream set up. Now, a lot of credit to JC and Danny. They sat over my shoulder. Well, not over my shoulder, but you know, enough distance uh, <laughs> and, and learned how to run this thing themselves so that they, they could free me up. But for the first two weeks of the live stream, I was doing like five classes a day for them behind the camera, I, which Damn. by the way, I don't know how they were teaching five classes a day. I, I don't mean, either. They're just machines. Absolutely. So beyond impressed with the two of them. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah. So we were saying that we met at Sirius X and radio. You yes. came on with your cousin. Cause yes. at the time you and your cousin had a show called the cousins. That's right. Kitchen cousins. On H- 
Kitchen Cousins on yeah. HGTV. And um, yeah, at the time that I met you guys, I was like, I was hell bent on you guys coming into my studio apartment of a, of, of a unit that I was renting from an owner. <laughs> I didn't right. even own it. And I was like, you're going to put in a really cool rustic oh. wall and you're going to build a, fi- a floating fireplace. You guys are like, we could try. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, possible. sure. Whatever you want to do. We'll film it. We'll make another show out of it. Yeah. Great. Um, and that didn't happen. I just ended up moving into your sick ass apartment. Yeah. And, that, look, I, and you got I mean, that fireplace you wanted. I did. And I, Anthony, this place is so amazing. Can you just like really quickly bring us through this space, when you got it, how you built it? And, and sure. I'm leading up to the fact that Anthony has a brand new series. It's called The Build TV Series. You can find it on thebuild.tv. And... So if you're a fan of mine and you've been seeing my Instagram stories, what I live in, this magical, like, I mean, just, uh, I don't even know what, like, loft <laughs> Yeah, it's meets. a loft. It's, it's a tra- it, it is the, a loft in the most traditional sense of the word. Massive windows, super high ceilings, an Ugh. open bedroom that looks over the rest of the floor plan, and then stairs that go out to a roof deck. Um, a loft so it is, from heaven, if, if yeah. one would say. Yeah. I, that I get to live in, you guys get to actually see it, and I've, I've had so many comments, Anthony, I can't even. That's so awesome. right now, Anthony's actually, he renovated, the reason Tay and I are in here is because he renovated a firehouse yes. in Jersey City, because he's a Jersey City boy through and through. That's right. And it's the fucking best place ever, by the way. It, I, I'm so, so happy that you're subscribed now. I knew after I took you out to Kitchen Step, shout out to Corey Checkett and Amelia. Um, yep. That that you would be that you would be hooked as soon as you walk the neighborhood, eat over eat over by Corey, like kind of feel the vibe and the people of Jersey City. I I, I knew you guys would love it once you were in. It's the um, best kept secret. I, I, we shouldn't really talk about it actually. <laughs> yeah. So I appreciate you mentioned the series. Um, and before I walk you through the apartment, I mean, real quick, the idea behind the series, and I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this first. I loved all the HGTV shows that I made. I want to make that clear. Now, that said, I think HGTV as a network does a massive disservice, mostly to homeowners and also to contractors and designers. And I think they do a disservice because they don't teach anybody about the process, how much time things take, or the cost of what things are that go into these home renovations, and just how much work it takes from the homeowner's perspective in order for this thing to be successful. You know what, Anthony? I have to say that's so interesting because, so as you know, I was on tour with Stassi and Bo, and yes. all they watched in their hotel room, because I would go over there to get ready and stuff, Yep. because they would have the suite. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I would go over there and get ready, and they have, would have on HGTV constantly. They right. love all the design shows, and at the time, they were thinking about and then ended up buying a piece of property. Gotcha. And they were like, we're not going to get a turnkey place like our friends in the Valley. We're going to get something in the hills that has character and is magical, and we're going to renovate it because we, too, can do it if we watch it yeah, on television. So it, Anthony, when when literally they started getting all the quotes and everything, and, and it became reality, Bo, because I was there at the very beginning, he was yep. like, all those fucking HGV shows, they totally lied yep, to me. They said I couldn't do it, that's, and that's, that's 100% the truth right there. Yep. Yep. HGTV is great for visual ideas, but do not think you can execute based on what you see on that screen because it's horseshit. It really is. Exactly. Um, I mean, seriously. So the idea behind the Build TV is that I was going to, I, I paid for the production on this. I partnered with a bunch of brands that I love and have worked with for years and wanted in my home, and they helped me fund part of the production. But I spent my money creating a TV show to actually teach people real shit so that you don't wind up in a fucking nightmare because that is what inevitably happens. You say, I saw this show. It looks awesome. Come make a mess in my house. Oh shit, now what? And that's that's right. the, that's the abridged version of, of of generally the way these things go down. So I want people to understand how much legwork you do up front. So for context, I planned my renovation of this firehouse that was built in 1896 for 12 yeah. months. Okay. You know how long it took me to renovate it? How? Half that time. 
Six months. No, you're it's, lying. It's 3,000 square feet. It's not a small project, but I was able to execute so quickly for two reasons. One, I really took my time planning and designing and making my decisions up front. And two, I hired, I took the time to hire the right contractor. So Those two thing. things will freaking crush any renovation. So that's incredible. Because So th this is interesting. So when Tay and I were, so basically Anthony had been working on this project and I guess not really, you know, you were just... I mean, we, I, I didn't really know about it until I was over here right. like almost a year ago right. at the apartment that I'm sitting in right now. And you were like, we did, we were doing Taste of Taylor. We were doing a podcast. That's, and I was yeah, like, that was the last having, time we recorded together, actually. That's yeah, right. and I was having yep. a true orgasm over <laughs> your home. And afterwards, you said, would you really want to move here? And I said, um, yes, duh, because it's easy to say that in the moment when you don't right. think it's a possibility. Right. And you were like, interestingly enough, I'm actually working on a project right now. I'm renovating this firehouse that I own, and my fiance, JC, and I are going to move in there, and we needed tenants for this apartment. And then I got nervous, because you know, because then I became like the <laughs> Manhattan girl. Then got real. And I'm like, wait a second. It's in Jersey City. I'm a Manhattan girl. And I was like, you know, no, no, I, I, don't, I don't think so. And then, you know, so I was kind of like iffy, but when I told my girlfriend, Tay, she was like, like oh my god I, I'm sh I bet it's sick Car, she hadn't even closer seen to it. family like like ridiculous yeah so anyway so here we are like abbreviated version here we are we ended up moving in right. but I remember but that was like that was in August of 2019 ish and then you asked us and then we and then you were like so is it for real and I was like yeah and I in my mind I was like yeah we're gonna do it and I thought you wanted us to move in like I don't know, like end of the fall, early, <laughs> early winter of 2020. Right. And then you were all, no, man, 20, January. 2019. And I'm like, <laughs> who are you, monster? What are you talking about? Because then it just moved oh so quickly. And, and Tay, once Tay came and saw it like a couple weeks later, she was hell bent. She was like, we are moving to Jersey City. I That's am a right. Jersey girl. I will pop right. my fucking fists. Oh I will go God. to the shore. I love and she's it. like, this place is amazing. But that's the, that's the point is I remember thinking, it to myself because I was a kid who grew up with parents that did a lot of renovations to yeah. houses. Yeah. So we lived. I lived in construction a lot of time. Yeah, like, but you know it's funny because the, the, you know it's forever. it's a it's a learned skill though. And even look, I, I'm a seasoned professional. Six months would be aggressive for somebody coming out of yes. the gates trying to do this. Yeah. But there, you, you know, I would. I don't think it would be beyond the realm of possibility for a first timer to get the project I'm sitting in right now done in nine months. So that's the thing, months. though. When you said your time, uh, your timeline, I said to Tay, <laughs> like I'm the expert. I was like, he doesn't know what he's <laughs> no talking about. They, I, I, was, I was like, they always say like it's like well, it's like certain amount, and then like you're supposed to double it. That's oh what my parents my say. But like you really fucking no, did it. Yeah, I was that, I was blown away. Yeah. So so well, thank you. And so that is what I captured. Uh, I think I probably could have done it faster if I wasn't capturing the content because I drove myself freaking crazy. I was working. Here's the question. How much yeah. do you really think it would take for somebody if they if, if they follow your lead from what like the template you built for yourself yep. and for everybody else on the build TV? If but like how long do you think it would take to do like an entire home renovation? I I, I think they can be executed between six and nine months. That's Everything has got to be arranged because no two houses are alike. You never know what problems you're going to find. But the right. idea is that. There's a way to handle change orders. There's a way to communicate with your contractor. There's a way to talk to your architect, the building department, all these things you need to do that nobody educates you around. So it's not your fault that you don't know this stuff. You're not stupid. You're naive. And naive can be fixed by learning stuff. So, uh, you know, I held the series back when when this pandemic hit because I didn't want to I didn't want to just operate as business as usual. I wanted to see what the hell the effects were going to be, the pain that was going to be caused. And as time has kind of chugged on here, like it's clear that people are starting to go stir crazy and wanted and and wanted something to do, wanted something else to watch. And I had a lot of my followers asking me to release the series, so I did. Uh, first two series, first two episodes are out. Uh, the day we're recording this right now, I'm releasing my third episode this afternoon. Awesome. So all that stuff is up there. It's at thebuild.tv. It's on my YouTube channel. It's on my IGTV channel. It's on my Facebook watch channel. It's anywhere you find me on the internet, you can find this series. Um, but the website itself has the episodes, 
It has 3D interactive models, so you can like yep. literally dive into the rooms. It has all my photography. It has all the product information for the shit that I spec'd and like what coffee machine and what cabinets and what paint colors and all these different, what countertops, all that stuff. Um, so it's really meant to be a resource. You can actually go on the website and download my plans and my notes and like all the, the, all the things that go into this renovation. So if you're interested in home being that you're stuck in your current home, it's the time right. to plan. So have yeah. a look. Let me know what you think. I mean, I learned a lot doing um, season one, two. So season season two is going to be, What's gonna be season a lot two? more info. Can you, can you say what season two will be? Oh, this is an exclusive. Wait, yeah, what? I haven't really announced this yet. Do you okay. want to? Fuck it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Um, so, so I bought a stone farmhouse in the Catskill Mountains. I'm so excited. It is. Thank you. We, yeah, yes, we will come all summer. Thank you so much. Nope. Yeah, nope, nope, no problem. Um, you know that it. I bought it gutted, so there's no toilets. There's no oh. kitchen. We'll come next um, summer. But, oh, <laughs> yeah, there you, there you go. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, so I, I, I was cruising around Zillow, and this house was this beautiful stone farmhouse from the 60s. I click on the first photo. The place is gutted. I'm like, no. this is my dream house. So Come I'm on. I'm not going to talk about pricing, but I but I basically stole it um, legally. Uh, it's three thousand square feet. Sick. It's on three point nine acres. It's yeah. on like hidden on a dead end, uh, so the dog can run, and I don't have to worry about cars and all this stuff. So I'm going to start planning that now uh, as I'm releasing season one, and then probably. It's brutal to work in the winter up there. We, there's a world where we might start January, February 21, but probably like March. we'll start in March or April. Yeah, and that's, then that'll, that's cruel. Yeah, that'll, like, <laughs> like Murphy's Law, it'll be like the snowiest, most right. iciest right. winter of our right. lives. Yeah, so we'll, I'll, it'll pro the, the season two will probably be released sometime uh, around May of 21, so basically a year from now. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Best Fiends, the best game in the world. I'm truly addicted. I love Best Fiends. It's my favorite game. I've played other games on my phone before, but honestly, this is hands down my favorite game to play. It's colorful. It's cute. It's challenging, but not too challenging. So it makes me feel good about myself. Oh, and the music. I swear to God, it is like an Oscar winning score. It's, it's, I just love every element of this game. So I actually first started playing this game before the pandemic hit and I was commuting from Jersey City where I live into New York City where I work every single day and it was like it's a really great game to play on a morning commute because you don't need internet access to play it so when I'm underground like on the subway it worked seamlessly so I was also on tour and I found myself playing Best Fiends like in the Cavalry of the airport at the airport waiting to board my flight on the flight. But now that we are all in quarantine, or a lot of us are, and I'm not necessarily commuting, I play Best Fiends still. You know what it is? It's like Best Fiends is just the perfect little escape. This is the best puzzle game I have ever played. The characters are cute. It's like very colorful. It's hard enough, but I always feel good about myself when I'm done playing. Also, what I really love is that it never gets old because Best Fiends updates the game monthly with new levels and events. So you're never going to get bored. And the best part, it does not require internet to play. So you don't need to worry about Wi-Fi access or using cell data, which, you know, no, I don't want to be using cell data. No way. Uh-uh. Trust me, you're going to love this game. With over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. So download Best Fiends for free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. And don't forget, it's Fiends, okay? So it's friends without the R. Best Fiends, not best friends, best fiends. Like think of it like you're going to be fiending for it. Like it's, you're going to be addicted to it, but in the best way humanly possible. And now back to the podcast. Let me ask you, so, because you literally just, just moved into the firehouse. Yes. I can speak to this because I've been in your, the home that you originally built. You can speak to what? this because you didn't come over for New Year's? What? Shut the fuck you, up. Because you <laughs> stood me up. What? <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> 
I know we didn't come over. I'm sorry. It's fine. You know how you know how Tay is with her fans. It's she fine. Was like, it's fine. I just I just had, I, I couldn't pass up the opportunity to bust on you on your I'm own. So, podcast. I know. I especially now we're quarantined. <laughs> I like I miss my opportunity to see the fucking firehouse. I'm so pissed. I'm so pissed. Sorry. I ask your like question I, though. I feel like I do see it though through your and JC's like yes. Instagram accounts a little bit. Right. I do need an official tour though. Um, but I can just watch it when I watch the TV. I'm going to be watching it, by the way. I'm so excited. Awesome. And also, you are so adorable. I can't even with you. Thank and you. like your fiance is just uh, a dream. And the t- watching the two of you together interact, like when I watch the trailer on your Instagram, I literally started crying. <laughs> oh, I, re- I appreciate so, that. I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited to see how you create. Truly, Anthony, you are so, so, so talented at oh, what you thank do. Thank you, Taylor. I appreciate and, that. But, like, really, I mean, like, you know, the, you know, like, the actual construction, construction, yep. like, the development part of it. But then, like, to also bring into that the aesthetics. Oh, my God. Your design is just... Your your design, what what's the word I'm looking for? Like it's not even technique; it's just like your taste. Yeah. It's so it's so unique though because it's very masculine, but it has very like feminine, like tr- in a trendy way qualities. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It, but, like, it, it does, and I, t- I appreciate trendy, that. Like not trendy, like it's going to go out of style. Just like very like modern and up to date, but also yeah. being super rustic. So that's what this place is like. Is your new place the same, or is it a different vibe? So the way I design, I really. Really, because I love historic buildings so much and because I love renovation of those buildings, right? So if you build something new, it's not a renovation. Right. So the the idea is that I like to find architecturally significant buildings. So the building you are living in yes. is the original. And by original, I mean the first in the state of New Jersey. It was the original New York, New Jersey Bell telephone switching station. So the building you're sitting in had like hundreds of operators where they would like plug your wire into my wire so that we could talk. And like, it's like, hey, um, connect me to Taylor Strecker. You know, they plug the wire in because there was not a, a ton of phone lines then. That's crazy. So it was built in 1892. So your building's older than the building I'm in. Damn. Um, and then its last use prior to me and my dad buying it was the police station headquarters for the city of Jersey City. So oh, the no basement shit. had like holding cells in it and like all these like <laughs> cold case files and like really crazy shit when we took over the building. That's um, nuts. Wait, wait. When did you take the building over? Jesus. Uh, if I lived there for five it, I lived there for five years. We renovated the entire building in 18 months. So just call that another two years, seven years. So, eight years ago whatever that whatever year that is yeah i i like got i just 2010 2011 something uh, i think 12 or 13 but i'm not sure uh you could be right um so anyway so so that being said i like to let the structure kind of speak to me and design within the history confines of that building and then put my own spin on it so you know, you've got 18 and a half foot ceilings there. You've got massive 13 foot arched windows, 11 feet wide. Um, the column that's right over your back shoulder, I found that inside of a wall during the demolition and said, I'm going to repurpose this somehow. And then as I was designing the loft part of the, of the apartment where your bedroom is, I was like, yeah. that is going to be the, 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 the steel post that holds up the, the, the whole you know, that whole, um, cantilevered structure or what would have otherwise been cantilevered if I, if I didn't put the the beam in. So, um, so here in the firehouse, um, it's a little less industrial because the building itself is not as, uh, as industrial. Um, the windows are big, but they're all individual. It's a corner building, um, kind of like the way you're situated, but I don't have 11 foot wide 13. I mean, you only have three windows in that right. entire loft, but it's right. like, we call it, we used to call it the fishbowl cause it was just like all so much glass. <laughs> I just, like... I just love it. It's great. Um, so th- this window, this property actually has 19 windows Holy just for shit. context. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, uh, 14 foot ceilings on each floor because the fire trucks were super tall. So the garage door is massive. Um, but basically respected the exterior facade, put all new windows and doors in. Um, so working like I worked with Renewal by Anderson for the windows. I work with Clopay's custom division for the garage door because I really wanted to stay period correct and respect the outside of the building. And then inside, I mean, we went kind of we definitely lean mid-century modern. Um yeah, but I, I, see, I definitely don't I, I don't pigeonhole myself. I, I do a lot of mid-century modern furniture because I find that 
that really bridges the gap nicely between old and new. And that yes. is something that I really gravitate towards these old, old, old structures. And then like a beautiful modern brand new Italian kitchen that's super sleek. Yeah. Mila appliances, like everything, like that, that very European sense sensibility when it comes to my kitchens. So I find that to blend the old with that super new mid-century modern does a nice job of like bridging the gap, if you will. For anyone who's listening, that's like me and they don't know what the hell mid-century modern means. What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) So mid-century modern is exactly, literally exactly what it sounds like. It was modern in the middle of the century. So 1950s, 1960s, 1970s Okay. Um, design pieces that were modern for their time. So like, right. think about like, think about like, look at, look at the chairs that are behind you, the, the mid-century yep. modern chairs, and then think about those being new in the 50s. That seems really, you. really forward thinking for the 50s. Right. So like, like mod ish, like yeah. I think like anything you would see in Mad Men is probably it, correct. Ex- 100, okay. 100%. It probably so would have so- been easier if I just said, think Mad Men. <laughs> <laughs> so I forget who I'm talking to. So, but yeah, I'm very much a lay person over yeah. here. So that's, that's interesting because, you know, if anybody, cause like right now, for example, again, Stassi and Bo, they are trying to decorate in a pandemic, which is a little difficult, but yeah, sure furniture is. ships and there's ways to social distance and be yeah. safe about it. Yeah. Um, so they're like, and, and, and I've been trying to help them a, a little bit cause you know, I kind of like they they're not looking to hire full-time help right now right but i'm trying to be like well when i lived in tribeca and i was a rich person this is what i had (laughs) (laughs) but i um you know but like i remember i showed them this table that i actually had when i lived in tribeca when i was married to husband and it was from a company called orly have you heard of orly no no, yeah, it, but it was there's like, so many. That's the beauty of it. Like, there's so many designers out there. There's so many small companies, middle-sized companies. I mean, even companies as as mainstream as West Elm. Like, they're doing such a great job yeah. now. So, yeah. like, what I like to do is find somebody like an Orly or or other smaller independent designer. It's an expensive piece. Yes. You say, okay, I'm going to splurge on this thing, and then when you build around that thing, you use. West Elm, you use article, you use, uh, you know, whatever more mainstream website that you like shopping at where you can, you can, you know, get your prices down because it is mainstream, but then yes. you've got that one piece that you point to that you're super, super proud that is in your house. Yeah. This orally it's, it's, it's like this white, like lacquer round table, dining room table with like a tree trunk. Oh, wow. bottom. Oh, it's sick. fucking sick. That's awesome. And then we put like ghost chairs around it, which, you know, it's so funny because yep. when we moved in here, you had ghost chairs yes. and we also had ghost chairs. Yes. So it was like, it's just a beautiful marriage of stuff. There you but, go. Um, but I, but like, you know, I also, tell me what you think about CB2. Do you, I recommend that to everybody. Yeah. I like CB2 a lot. I think the big, I think the big guys have really stepped up in terms of their design. Crate and Barrel um, not so much. Like Crate and Barrel is a little too overstuffed for me. I'm you know what? You. you know what's going to kill? This is actually going to. This actually hurts me to say out loud because uh, I've been such a fan for such a long time. I just don't like where Restoration Hardware is going. Like they interesting. Just, Ooh, tell me more. Tell me uh, more. I don't know. Everything is just so. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Everything is just so overstuffed with them. And when you combined, say overstuffed, what do you mean? When just, you say overstuffed, just, it's just big. Like it's just everything yeah. just feels big. Um, combined with the fact that one, I think everything looks the same. Like there's not enough separation between their lines. And yep. two, I don't feel like they've done anything new that I've looked at and been like, oh my god, that's really great. Yeah. In five years, like I, I just can't. You know, their light you know fixtures. What? Their light fixtures are always go tos for me because they have some great. Uh, rustic stuff. They have some great industrial stuff, but I don't know. The furniture's not just not doing it for me anymore. You know, that's so interesting because, you know, when I was decorating my Tribeca place, which would have been about at this point, seven years ago, eight years ago, <clears throat> restoration was like the golden yeah, standard, correct. you know, and I remember like we right. used it for everything because we could afford it. And also, which was a luxury, but also it was just like, it was just like, is that restoration? Ooh. Yes. But then I, I hired a decorator. She was more like, um, 
She was more like a marriage counselor, like a referee, <laughs> all, if we, you will. We all are. We all are. It's part <laughs> of the she, job description. Where she was like, I was like, listen, you're going to come in here and you're going to give me everything I want. And <laughs> right. I'm going to trust you. But we're going to work together and make this place a little bit more feminine. He's going to fight us on everything, and you're just going to yes him to death and tell him he's right, but we're going to get what we want in the end, okay? And she was like, okay. Okay. So we best friends. I give different advice, but that's one way to do it. <laughs> best friends. So she would take me out with her a lot shopping because my days were pretty free because I was done with the radio show so early. Right. So we would go out. So I kind of, I would say, I loosely learned from her. How to decorate. And even like in my old apartment. And, you know, I took a bunch of pieces from the apartment when we got um, divorced. The funniest thing was that like he was kicking and screaming, Anthony, over these like fucking. So they were these um, like light cream linen ottoman poofs with Mongolian fur that came out of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they okay. were like, they looked like pets. Okay. But they were fucking <laughs> fabulous. They were so expensive, but I had to have them. Okay. So you had to have like, them because he wanted them. I had to have them because he hated them. So, <laughs> so, so basically, we got them, and like he he would even complain about them when we were like he would walk by them and be like, "Oh, those things! Oh, I hate them!" I love anyway, it. Anyway, so we get a divorce, right? And I'm like, I'm moving out. And I'm like, I get fifty percent of everything. So like, I get we have four TVs. I get two. Like we were going through like what I was going to take, what oh he was going to keep, and. He was so dead set on keeping those fucking poofs. And I was like, you, how dare you try to keep those poofs? You fucking hate them. Oh, man. Oh he Honestly, he kept a lot of really good stuff. Fixtures, which that made sense. But, like, we had some gorgeous custom pieces from, like, places I can't remember now. Yeah, but Damn. you know what, Taylor? Here's the nice thing about it. Like, you're building new memories and the things that you and Taylor do together, like... There's something about building a house with someone. And I don't mean from the ground up. I mean renovating. I mean you you buy a house and it's done and then you're going to shop for furniture together. Like building your aesthetic together is I mean yeah, people joke all the time. It is stressful and it can be a relationship ender, but that lets you know that that relationship should end, right? Absolutely. Because it's a, it's a red fucking flag if I've ever seen one. If you yep. can't if you can't compromise on, on furniture. So, so take that to heart, but you know, but I think the people that get through it and get through it well are way stronger for it. And then when you're in your home, you're looking around at these beautiful things that you guys created together. And then you're building memories around that. And that's what, that, that's what takes a house from being a house and, and transforms it into a home. Oh, tear. You just know. came down my face. <laughs> well, I will say, or you could just do what Tay and I do. Have a friend who's a kick-ass designer with a sick-ass space get to be his tenants and literally don't have to buy one thing because it's perfect and it's completely done. Oh, my done. God. That's it's amazing. It's perfect. The only thing we had to do was to um, get some, uh, what are they called? Uh... <laughs> I cannot speak in. I, I don't know how to speak design. Uh, yeah. I'm not fluent. It's not what, my first language. What is it? Um, like appl- appliances. Like we had to get a fridge for up there. And oh then a no! Grill. So well, let's be clear here. Uh, you have a full working kitchen inside. Yeah, the oh, outdoor oh, kit. The yes. outdoor kitchen on the roof deck. I took my grill and I took my fridge for Which my is, outdoor way, kitchen here at the firehouse. Very justified. Very much justified. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah, I just didn't want people to think that you moved in with no refrigerator. No, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, that's for the roof, yeah. okay? Um, that's but, for the third floor of this mansion apartment by the we way, get to I, inhabit. I texted Taylor like three times yesterday. I'm like, did you finish putting all the pieces in the grill? Like, I'm re- for some reason, I'm really invested in your first hot dog. <laughs> and she replied, she goes, don't worry, I'll send you a picture of my first wiener. I was like, <laughs> like you're such an asshole. Well, I will she say... She had me laughing so hard. I will say that, um, yeah, so Anthony came over yesterday. We actually had some other pieces, like uh, little things that need to be fixed. And honestly, it wasn't like that big of a deal. But because your home is so custom that like we, whenever there's like a, like something falls off or there's like making a noise, we want to call yep. you because we no, want to make sure we're not fucking that. it up. No, that's, um, that's good. That, that refrigerator is a little tricky anyway, so it, I'm so glad beautiful you called though. me. But anyway, but, but so Anthony came over. He's been over twice now. Anthony is the only person Tay and I have seen, <laughs> literally, in, in the last six weeks. That, that, is, that hasn't been on a screen. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Oh my so God. um Anthony came over and um we social distanced. I want to be clear. We were very yes, we, we, did. we were taking lots of feet apart. Yes, um we did. but he helped us uh put in well, because we had to connect the grill to the gas line, which is like you didn't want us to do it on our own because you thought we would blow the place up, which yeah, is pretty well, accurate. Like, so so this is a perfect example, right, of like stuff you wouldn't know. And thankfully Taylor was texting me w- before she bought it, so I could tell her, but like Usually, when you go and buy a grill for your house, it it's set up for propane. Now, you live in an apartment building, and for those that don't know, like if you live in a multi-unit building, so there's 16 apartments in one building, propane's illegal. You cannot have compressed gas oh. in, a, in a building where you can, quote-unquote, blow up someone else. It's dangerous. Oh, I didn't so even they don't, know that. No, it's illegal. So that's why I ran the gas line, the natural gas line, up to the roof, and we connect in directly to the system so that there's no compressed gas canister that can that somebody can have an accident with. So you have to buy the natural gas conversion kit for the propane grill, and those grills are meant to be converted very easily. But it's it's little shit like that that nobody tells you, and then you got to figure out and make fifty million trips to Home Depot to figure out when you automatically become a homeowner. So I'm trying right. to alleviate some of that shit in the Build TV and kind of have some fun along the way and show you what my design choices are and all that. So anyway, yeah, it was fun getting your grill hooked up, and I'm and I'm glad. I mean, the weather is is getting prime for it. I'm I'm happy Dude, you got some outdoor space, and I am so excited. Whenever people, you know, so a lot of my audience. Has asked me to do like a full house tour, which was something that I considered. No, don't say it. So I was considering doing it right off the bat when we first moved in, but then post pandemic, it feels I'm 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 I I feel like it might come off as tone deaf to people. Sure, because honestly, it's so amazing, Anthony. Well, it's like I mean, I'm sometimes I'm embarrassed at how amazing it is. Uh, look, Taylor, you work your ass off. I know how much you work, and Thank I, I don't—I don't think this is tone deaf to say it. And I hope nobody takes offense. But like, why shouldn't you be proud of what you have earned? No one's given it to you. It hasn't been. Well, it, hasn't, actually, it hasn't come easy. You technically <laughs> no, no, no. That, that check clears every month, honey. It does, Be- honey. It believe, does. believe me, right? Like I'm. The, I didn't give it to you. I I gave you the opportunity to live there, and that's right. from the who you know. But you guys pay rent, and and I appreciate it. Believe me. But I just I don't know. I'm. I, I really believe strongly in that. That like nobody handed me anything. I mean you. You know, people know a lot about your life, but they don't know everything about your life. And I think it's important to say, like, I fucking work hard. Like, I, I'm here. I've gotten here because of the work that I put in, not because it was the right place at the right time. And, you know, that kind of nonsense. So, you know, I, I appreciate you saying, like, you don't want to come off tone deaf or whatever. But, like, you bust your ass to be there. Like, you should be proud of it and and do it how you want to do it. The other thing I would say is it's good you didn't do it out of the bat be uh, out of the gate when you moved in because you're still in the process of making that place yours. And like every time I come by, like there's another little thing I notice and you know, you guys do it over time and you're you're finding these things together. I think it's great. So, you know, oh once the once the summer's in full swing and you can really yep. be on that roof deck like do a little video tour. I think once things get a little bit like, you know, better for the world, Back then to I'll yeah, then I'll, then I'll share. But, like, people are seeing little snippets from my Instagram stories just because it's in the background. Yeah. And just, like, Anthony, it's the most incredible place. <laughs> we threw um we threw myself a 37th birthday party here with just family. Um, oh, speaking of, and why didn't you show up to that party? <laughs> we'll pay back Oh, shit. I was just waiting. I thought I was going to avoid that. Yeah, you're right. We were driving back from the Catskills. That's actually the day we, we found the house. Oh my God, that's amazing. Wait, yeah. quid pro quo, Clarice. Yeah, quid pro quo. <laughs> so, but I we had a party. You. And literally, <laughs> literally, my whole family, yeah. like, it was Tay's family and my family, and I could tell, like, Mine and Tay's dads, you know, I think dads worry, especially about daughters, like, but they don't have a man, you know, I, right. I, I can see men sure. thinking that way, sure. just like from a very, like, um, a paternal protective yep. place. Um, and, and an old uh, way of thinking place. And then I think my dad was like, fuck this, she's not as nice a place as I do. <laughs> he was like, I could tell my dad was like, kind of like, 
wait, wait. So how much is this? How, how much do you think it costs to build? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And also, that's the that's not- the dead giveaway. When when men start talking about like what it costs to build, <laughs> they're all fucking flummoxed and have no idea. They're like, wait, 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 wait. What do you th- what do you think here? Hold on. I mean, we literally had um we had um a friend's husband come over and he's like so good at design. They just bought a house and yeah. he was like. Whoa, this is like, what, what, it's like five million dollars? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell he was so pissed. <laughs> he was so pissed. Oh, my God. Oh, oh you best. crack me up. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, God. It was the best. Anyway, oh so, Anthony, thank you for doing what you do. Thank you for helping all of us jabronis up in here that don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, Make I mean, our lives more beautiful. I think if we've learned anything during this quarantine... Where you live can be your hell or your haven. Truly. Yeah, and and listen, you know, it, it you don't need to move, and you don't need to hire somebody to do a renovation. Like you can renovate things pretty easily. Um, you know, just with, I'm not big on recommending DIY projects to people. If you guys know me at all, if you've heard me on Taylor before, like I'm just. I don't think your home is a DIY project. I think you can do DIY projects in your home, but if you're if you're messing with plumbing, if you're messing with electro, uh, electrical, if you have any kind of mechanicals going on, you should be hiring professionals. But aside from that, YouTube uh, YouTube how to how to install a new backsplash or how to change a light fixture the right way. I mean, a, a light fixture is as far as I would go as a homeowner when it comes to electrical. You shut the breaker off, you take the screws off the fixture. There are little things you can do that can transform the way you feel inside of your current space, and I will tell you, do not underestimate the power of paint. Brushes, okay. a roller and a tray I'm a I'm a massive Benjamin Moore fan. I used it I use it on every project I do, but I used it throughout the firehouse. Their their color science is freaking dynamite. The color, I mean the vibrancy that comes off of the paint that you paint with Benjamin Moore is absolutely incredible. Plus the fact you can get away with less coats because there is so much pigment in the paint and it reads true to color, which is also important. Anyway, I'm going down a fucking nerd hole, but No, I love um, it. I think I think it's what people need right now. But it's- I think I think just like taking a weekend or fucking take a week to paint to repaint your your space. It will change the way you feel in in that. And in some that people apartment. have nothing but time right now. Nothing exactly but time. Right. Yeah, take some so time, watch time some YouTube. That's exactly right. right. No, exactly watch the build.tv. Well, That's what put, you watch. Yeah, I would love it if you did. Yeah, it, it's awesome. I'm I'm super proud of it. It was a lot of fun um building this project out. And and I've been telling, you know, my followers and anybody who's watching, leave me comments. I'm answering questions on all of my platforms. And also like if there's something I missed, skipped, didn't get to, like, tell me what you want to know because season two is coming and I'm still learning in terms of like how to get the content across to people. So I am always game. If, if I miss something, you need more information. One, I'll do my best to get it to you in the comment section. And two, I will make sure I integrate it in season two so that we focus more on it. Um, but it's, you know, it's a conversation and it's a lot of fun. And I just want people to have the right info so that you don't start spending money before you're prepared to start spending money. Exactly. Also, Anthony, so wait, are you going to now move, be moving to the Catskills? And you just finished. No, no, no. The, the Catskills The Catskills is very much meant to be a weekend retreat. Um, okay. Property values up there are not what they are down here. Right. Um, and because I've been in real estate for a long time, I, I kind of you know knew what I was looking for. I knew what to look for. And you know the way I kind of go about it is I buy disasters. I buy problems I buy what would be a problem for you or anybody who doesn't have my background so that I can buy it at a super big discount because I find it a fun project. So I was able to find a really dynamite piece of property at a steal of a price. And um, yeah, it'll turn into season two. Honestly, that skill that you have is my most, I, I am the most jealous of people that can do what you do, but you are my friend. All right. How about this? How, How about, about you this? become I'm our baby say, daddy I'm, so I'm, then we're actually family? We're recording this. We're recording this. <laughs> yes. How about when I start on, uh, when I start on the Stone Farmhouse up in the Catskills, okay. you okay. and Taylor come help for a couple of days, do some work. Done. Do some, do some demolition. Done. Maybe we'll do a little light framing. Like we'll get but you guys done. involved and done. we'll do some fun shit on social. We are it. so, so into that. Okay, like, we've cool. been talking about this forever. And honestly, even watching you yesterday with the grill, honestly, Anthony... I'm in love with Taylor, but I was a little bit turned off. <laughs> <laughs> All 
<laughs> all right. Well, so we'll get Taylor start swinging a hammer, and then you'll get all hot and bothered. And then also, yeah, seriously, right? Oh my God, forget it. And then also, um, you please let us live for, for the rest of our lives. Okay, thank you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You got it. Anthony, I love you. You are so so special to me. You are the best. You guys follow Anthony on uh, Instagram at Carino Anthony. Yes, and then also make sure to watch the Build TV. That's where you can find the Build TV series, season one. It's his project from this. So where we live now is where he lived before. Now he's in this gorgeous firehouse, and uh, you get to see everything that he did, start to finish, and also you get to see him and his adorable fiance JC (laughs) together. And they're just like, I love them. I can't with them. So the proposal is actually in episode two. I know. Uh, awesome well listen i hope everybody's staying sane staying healthy and um and keeping occupied so um yeah much love to everybody out there thanks t same thank you so much anthony you guys we'll be back next week with another podcast make sure to rate review and subscribe until next week bye girl bye bye girl bye